are now listening to the Dream Loud Podcast. Join us as we explore the significance of following your dreams. We hope you'll enjoy the ride. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Dream Loud Podcast. I am your host, Benjamin Hall. So excited for you to join us again today. So let me introduce the panel to you all. As always, we have on my left, the fabulous Lee Scop. Hey, everyone. Uh, it's great to be here. I'm looking around in this beautiful house. We're at the Sturms Estate, uh, Sturm Valley, we call it, which means Storm Valley. Sometimes it floods, sometimes it doesn't, but, but it's great to be here today. I'm excited. I'm excited about this. I'm glad you brought that up because you're probably going to hear kids' movies or yelling in the background. That's the children, so don't mind that. Uh, don't be, try not to be distracted. <laughs> on my far right, we've got my partner in crime, Dan Shifo. What's going on, everyone? Thanks again for uh, you know, kind of tuning in and checking out. Thanks for all the support and, and the love on Facebook and everything. And now uh, we, we really appreciate, and appreciate that, and, and we really enjoy doing this too. So, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, guys. Right next to him is his lovely wife, Amanda Shifo. Everyone. We were really worried you weren't going to make it. No, I totally am 12 minutes away. I figured I could make it a little bit. And you ran, so it's thank Through you for all being the traffic. here. There really wasn't that much traffic. That's what I was worried about is that I was going to sit on the yeah. forever. So. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're here. And so today <laughs> we've got our second guest. Second guest in Dream Loud, Loud Podcast, Podcast History. history. Yeah, wow, there that we was go. An wow, you guys. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are really <laughs> getting <laughs> this. Yeah. Our chemistry second is building. You're bromates. That's what you are. <laughs> We've developed in, what, a handful of episodes. Yeah. But no, that's, yeah, yeah. So let me introduce you guys sure. to my dear friend, Jimmy Fabrizio. Thank you for being on Ooh, the show, dude. Yeah, Oh, yeah. <laughs> These legendary drum rolls. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Long time listener. I hate All the this. way back to the first episode. So excited to, to be here. Well, thanks, Thank man. you, Jimmy. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. So, yeah, um, Jimmy, man, we go back. It's been quite a few years now. It has, yeah. Five, six Seven uh, years? It's been about maybe? six years. About six years, yeah. Wow. Um, and where we first met was probably a worship night. Yes. Worship on the Grove, I think. They no. In the- I'm going to say we first met at the Sturm's former residence. Uh, oh, okay. At, at a map. At map on at Arlington map. Avenue. Yes. Okay. So very similar You might format. be right, I, but that's, that's how I remember it. Okay. Yeah. So that's we're kind, fair. We're kind of back where we started. Yeah. Then. If that's, We've come if, full circle. Yeah, right. Yeah. I've come full circle, and yeah, I I don't know, I don't really know how we hit off like being friends, but music had to be a part of yeah, it. Yeah, I'd imagine. I don't I don't really remember either, honestly. Um, but it happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think that um, in a lot of ways, and we'll get into this with like your blog later, but I I think I instantly just saw a lot of the same things in you that I see in yeah. myself, and like we just kind of had this camaraderie, and. Uh, so it's been it's been really awesome talking about music, talking about how much we love Jack White and yeah, his. we do we do love us some Jack White in spite of our other friends. Yeah, well they're wrong, you know. Sometimes people are wrong about things, and especially um, music taste. Yeah, right, it's, right. It's very objective. Yeah, it's not subjective at all. And Jack White's great. He is great. So. I love it. So, Daddy. Oh, Daddy. Yeah. sorry, man. <laughs> sorry, bud. He. he, <laughs> he that was Aerosturm, everybody. Um, Confusing me for his father. Yeah, that, that happens to me pretty often. He confuses a lot of people for his father. Yeah. I talk to Josh about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, so 
Jimmy, um, can you talk a little bit maybe about what you do? And yeah, sure. Then we'll so, just give us a rundown. Yeah, yeah, I will give you the rundown. Um, I work at uh, Carnegie Mellon University. I am a career counselor there. So I work um, with design students mostly, design and architecture students, and... Um, you know, help them find jobs, help them find internships, help them kind of get their career started post-college, which at Carnegie Mellon University is a pretty easy gig, and they kind of do all the work. Then I shouldn't say that. I do a lot. <laughs> I do great work. I'm really good at what I do. Sure. Um, I'm very necessary. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, so that's what I do. I have a, I have a master's degree in education and um, kind of found my way into the career side of that out of graduate school. Cool. Yeah. In terms of advising yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so I, you know, a lot of what I do is kind of um, working on students with their, or working on resumes with students and uh, interview skills and you know how to find sure. jobs, how to network, that sort of stuff. Um, working with Lee on his resume, oh, you yeah. know, things like that. What's that um, like for you, especially whenever they come back and you hear those? You know, you hear those success stories and you hear that, you know, you've been working with this kid or that kid and you, yeah. and you hear this, you know, this person got a great job and, the, and they're just so overjoyed and, you know, just, got, I guess, what's that feeling for you? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, as, as you might expect, that's the best part of what I do, sure. right, mm -hmm. um, is, you know, you, and, and for some students, I, I meet with them one time and they get it and I never see them again. And then they, right. you know, I hear however long later that they just landed their dream job at wherever. Um, for some students, it's, there's students I've worked with, you know, every week for a year straight. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's a struggle for them to, you know, maybe there's something with their resume or not having enough experience and, um, but whatever the case is, you know, and, and then you hear that they come back and they found a job too. And, um, I think in both those, both those scenarios, it's, um, it's incredible to kind of see the different journeys and the different, uh, different ways people kind of find their way to their, to their dreams and their different careers. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's incredibly rewarding. Are some of those the most gratifying, the ones you, the ones you work with for a week, you know, a week every day and, and you kind of just see it from beginning to end or is, are those some of those the most gratifying? Than, yeah, than the I, ones who might get it the quickest. I, I mean, I'm gonna say the 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 worst answer to any question. Yes and no. Like, yeah. um, it it is because it's a lot of work, and and I'll be honest, sometimes it's it's challenging, and sure. you don't know how many times you can say the same thing, and um, but uh, but you keep going, and then um, eventually, you know, it, it pays off. So th so there is that kind of um, gratification to that, um, but but I think on the other hand, it's um, you know. Jo the job search process is, is a skill kind of like anything else you have to practice and you have to learn. And for some reason, some students just mm -hmm. have that skill more naturally than others. So I think either way, it's, it's, it's really gratifying because it's, it's really cool to be able to talk to a student one time and have it just click for them. And there's a different sort of gratification that comes with, with seeing that and kind of, um, you know, seeing how that student's brain works. And you can help them live out their dream or dream loud. Or yeah. Yeah. That's what I always say. You know, as they leave my office, I always say, remember to dream loud. <laughs> I've never said that. Well, thanks for plugging the podcast. But I'm going to now. <laughs> dream loud and listen to this podcast. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, if you're feeling discouraged, guys. Yeah. You know, listen. I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but probably a big part of this is just listening to the students, like yes. what they're talking about and... The reason I bring that up is because I know this about you, that you have an incredible aptitude for listening to people talk about and just dump their problems. Because so, <laughs> you, did, you, did you did that for me whenever I, I went through a breakup, this was years ago, and I don't know why I knew to reach out to you, but yeah. you made yourself very available. You're like, dude, anytime you need to talk. And like, 
I talked through like every step of yeah. that process yeah. and it was, you were essentially my counselor <laughs> through, <laughs> through that time, which I don't, I mean, I recommend professional counseling, yeah, same, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. well, if you think about it in dream law, in dream law podcast history, we've had two incredible listeners because Fordyce is a great listener. And then Jimmy with a great listener too. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's, I, I, I hear you saying that. And like, I did the same thing to Fordyce and you did the same thing to Jimmy. So, you know, I mean, I think that's, I, I think, and, and I guess that could be even, even a take back for everyone is listen, like listen to people and listen to what they're saying and, and listen to them whenever they're trying to vent their problems on you. And they, they have this issue and, and not only listen, but try and help them solve it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, I don't know how I feel. I talk too much. I try, I try not to, but I try, like, I want to be a good listener and I want to solve too, but I think that's. You know, and, and you would know more than I, I mean, you do it professionally um, just to be a good listener and you're helping solve problems and helping to get people on career paths, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think one of the biggest things I've, I've learned about being a good listener, and it's taken me a long time to learn this, but um, and I'm still really bad at it, but um, not listening for them to stop so that you can start talking, but actually <laughs> listening. Right? I think when you, when you do have some sort of maybe solution in mind or some advice that you can offer, the tendency is to kind of just listen and then wait till you can talk again. And, yeah. um, and really learning to kind of absorb what people are saying, um, be able to speak it back to them, show that understanding. Um, and then, um, and then also kind of listening for, for what they need. Cause not everyone does want a solution and not everyone does want yeah. advice or an answer right away and, and knowing when is the appropriate time even in my job where I'm supposed to be giving them resources and advice yeah. sometimes it doesn't happen in, in, in a meeting because it's not the right time so um, it's something I'm always trying to improve and still mess up a lot but um, it's become something that's I think yeah. essential for well for I think I think a lot of people especially people that maybe don't naturally sit in their rooms all day like me and you do and think about things <laughs> <laughs> yeah so for people that aren't like that um I think that they might, they maybe don't think through and process things. So they're actually thinking through and processing as they're talking to right. somebody. So just being in a listening ear and, and having them like unload on you is actually helping them solve without you doing anything but listening and giving right. them that validation. Yeah. So I that mean, you're listening to their problems. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And helping them and trying to solve them. So I just plan to listen for the rest of the hour oh, no. while you guys just talk to each we're, other. We're going to dump I'm all here to just listen. <laughs> we're going to dump all our problems. You guys, you. you guys talk about my blog to do whatever you want. Yeah. I'll listen. Yeah. Sure. Take it all in. Well, I mean, when we, when we first thought about, I've thought about doing this podcast or, or something like this in a, it actually was a blog first. I made one blog post and it took forever and I got like two comments and I'm like, this isn't worth it. This is the worst thing in the world. <laughs> and so it turned into, and you actually did the first interview I ever did with anybody else. You filmed it. Oh, that's right. It's Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. That was with, with uh, um, Mike from letters, the, letters, letters from the Fire. I always get that confused. I, yeah. It's either Letters Through the Fire or Letters there from letters, the Fire. There was fire. Yeah. Letters from the Fire. There's Letters in Fire. So like you saw the first, that was like literally the first podcast episode ever. And then it, it turned into this, but... um what I was going to say is like ever, ever since day one, like I wanted to have you on this and one oh, of the reasons, <laughs> <I'm flattered. laughs> well, yeah, man. And one of the reasons is, is because, uh, like just all of the times that you helped, you helped me through that. It was a really dark time in my life when I was going through that breakup. Um, like I had my whole world crashing on me in, in some ways and just how good of a listener you were and how thoughtful you were. Like I, I just knew that there was something deeper to the way that you thought maybe more than my other friends. And then from there I read your, 
this is getting into your blog now. Yeah, it's an awesome let's, blog, let's go there. Uh, securely insecure. Mm-hmm. dot wordpress dot com that's uh, it and too cheap to pay for the, the original <laughs> which is domain. fine hey, and yeah. you and me both I, I'm the same way yeah, I, I do that yeah. <laughs> I remember whenever um you posted and linked a couple to Facebook and and I read a couple of those posts and I was like wow this is just mind blown the way that you linked I think the maybe the first one I read was you dealing with or struggling with figuring out if you were gay or not. Yeah, I did. I did write about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought it was a really, I mean, it was just a really insightful, thoughtful post that kind of took me out of myself and put me in your shoes or put me, put me in the shoes of somebody else that like I wasn't and made me see from that perspective. And I was like, man, I really need to get this guy on our show (laughs) and, and just talk about whatever, really. Sure. I'd love to talk about your story, but I think if we talk about anything, it's going to be awesome. So there, there is a danger, yeah. though. I do want to say the caveat, the, <laughs> the caveat of of diving into your podcast because or or your blog is I pretty much read every post over the past couple of days. And oh, did you? It's all I fresh. Did. It's very fresh yeah. in my mind, even though it's not it's nearly not as fresh, as for fresh you. in my mind. I have not written on it in over. Th- I, I no longer write on it. It is, it was an endeavor yes. that has come to an end. I never kind of formally ended it, but it has you know completed its journey. Yeah, and what it was meant in to do for me. Yeah. Um, so, and, did, and I did take it down, but then I thought, no, I don't, I don't like, uh, getting rid of those kind of those old thoughts, even yeah. though I don't totally agree anymore. So There's it's still there, really but it's no there. longer being added to it. So they're not great. as fresh in my mind. Uh, I think it's great. And even me reading through it, it was me making me think a lot and yeah. making me question things. So I think the I think the danger is, uh, if, if especially Dan, if you let me and Jimmy get down these rabbit trails too long, <laughs> we might, we might fall into this. Yeah, this pit of sorrow and despair, and we need your encouragement <laughs> to help that. bring us I'll, out of I'll this. I'll do, do my that. best. Um, yeah. I think I think what I liked, and and Ben sent it to me. Uh, he sent me the link, and um, I think it's awesome. And as Ben referenced, securely in, insecure, um, and and what I took from that. Um, you aren't alone in your insecurity. Anybody out there who's feeling insecure or feeling that they don't have worth or feeling that they don't have value, um, it's basically that you aren't alone in that. And, yeah. I, and I think it's awesome. And I think one of my favorite things of the whole, the whole blog, I almost said podcast, but the whole, um, my favorite parts of the whole blog was just how relatable it was. Um, you know, you have why I'm afraid to graduate. You graduate whenever you wrote that one uh, several years ago. You had neighbors, Sam and Margie. And, and, and I think, you know, myself, we can relate to that, too, because at my parents' house, um, we had old neighbors, too. And it was um, pretty pretty much in the same vein of, of Sam and Margie. Yeah. I thought that was an awesome post. And I thought it was awesome that says, like, why I'm afraid to graduate. Like, there's probably people out there right now in MED programs and people in undergrad programs and all that. They're probably terrified to graduate. They probably don't have that thought. They probably have that out of shell, but they, you know, why I'm afraid to graduate, why I kiss dating goodbye. There's so many, there's so many great posts. But I think my favorite part was um, it was so vulnerable and open. And I think this is a society. I think you even referenced this too. Um, so, I'm, so I'm stealing off you. No, I'm just no, kidding. No, but I go think, ahead. But I think you referenced this. Um, <laughs> everybody has this, and I and I wish I I wish I wrote it down. But everybody has this wall that they write that they that they put up this this wall of. Um, everything's fine and everything's okay. Um, and sometimes everything isn't okay. Sometimes everything is okay. And sometimes it's fine. And sometimes, you know, like, um, you know, I have, I might have some problem, but then, but then there's other times where people have these walls and, and like, sometimes you, 
you need help and you need to talk about it. You need to vent. And sometimes people might not have that. So I, that's what I love about it. It's so open and honest and raw and relatable to so many people um, that I, I, I really enjoyed reading through a lot, a, a ton of the posts. I thought they were really good. And I, I thought you were a great writer. Thanks, man. Um, Thanks, I'm not going to lie. I didn't read anything. That's, you know, that's, <laughs> hey, and to be fair, you, you sent me an email about a month ago that I still haven't read. So we'll be even on that. Um, but no, one, thank you so much for yeah. saying all that. I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, and, and that was, there was a couple motivations behind it and, and some were good and some were probably self-serving and, you know, that is what it is. But, um, but one of the things I realized um, in talking to one of my friends, because I started while I was in graduate school and right. um, kind of seemed like you picked up like kind of right towards the end. Or something. Yeah. And, yep. and I can totally understand. And my wife, uh, she grad and you had a, a similar, like whenever you took your master's kind of a similar, um, what am I going to do now? Like this has been my identity sure. yeah. going to grad school and t- taking classes and like next semester, I don't have any more classes. Right. I have to find. Yeah. So and yeah, and almost on. using that to, to mask the insecurity and the lack of like some Identity, formed identity kind of. that I, yeah, yeah. you know, it was always kind of looking for that next thing and grad school was that. And then that was ending and talking to a close friend of mine during grad school, realizing, you know, just beginning to disclose some of my insecurities and, um, and realizing like, oh, okay, all these other people that I've been comparing myself to that have, you know, these, in, in my mind, these strong identities and this confidence. Like quote uh, unquote. Yeah. Like, like they, better, they struggle unquote, with the better. same yeah, things. And, and so that was kind of what gave me the courage to kind of start it. Um, I still ran every post I wrote through that friend to make sure it was, it was <laughs> oh, really? okay. Yeah. I was like, Hey, you need to read this because it's probably terrible. Um, and, and she did. And it wasn't. And it wasn't at least. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> What's so they get that validation. It is. Yeah. To, and it's, and I think that's, double make sure. that's, yeah, that's, that was huge for it. Um, but, but even like what you said about, you know, people kind of wear these masks and being put afraid up these walls yeah, and, yeah, and, and yeah. put up these walls. And, um, you know, I, I can look back even, even this whole endeavor for me, I can look back now and see, even in writing all these things, it was really vulnerable, but there was still a wall up of, well, I can do this to get some, yeah, to feed that insecurity a little bit. Right. And so so it's, it's it's kind of, um, it was that, that, that was part of the journey is is working my way through all that. I, I think what I took from it, um, kind of another big thing is, is just how there was something for everybody. And there was, there was a post in there for everybody to see and everybody to relate to, even if you couldn't relate to graduating or grad school or kissing, dating goodbye, or some of the other great posts, there was something in there for everyone. If you go through, you're going to find something that you struggled with, or you, you know, like, cause we all struggle with things and we all have flaws. And, and so, I mean, I just thought it was really good and just really, really relatable and, and open and honest and raw. And, and it was, you know, I'm a fan of really good writing and it was, it was very well done. Um, you know, yeah, that's, that's yeah, why thanks, it was, man. you weren't, you know, kind of a, you aren't alone in, in your insecurity. I think look around, um, you know, I, like I said, we build up these walls and, and, um, you know, not that, not that that's not a, a bad thing, but I, I don't know. Um, you know, like it, you're, I guess you're, if you think you're flawed, you're not as flawed as you think you are. Yeah. If that, yeah. Yeah. I want to dig in a little bit into the insecurities thing. Cause I'm deeply <laughs> insecure too. Just like yes. Jimmy. <laughs> insecure to dig into that one. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, And, you know, I think at the root of maybe all insecurities, I mean, we all have our own reasons and maybe things that happened to us that made us informed our, our worldviews. Sure. But it probably all comes from a fear of something. Yeah. A 
failing in failing is probably do you think either failing to do something or failing to be somebody something to somebody else or failing to receive love from from somebody or or some or some emptiness yeah do you think i mean that's um yeah and wanting to wanting to fill that emptiness with something so i or you or you're going for something you don't want to fail at that i don't know and i do want to i do want to bring that up because i think it's i think it's interesting like you know, we kicked off this podcast very quickly. Two days. Two days. And <laughs> it, it's a little bit ridiculous, but at the same time, like I, I want to be honest with the listeners and say, I think it was easier because I don't care about it as much as I do care about other things. <laughs> yeah. Like I care That's about, fair, yeah. you know, like I care, I care a lot about my own music. That's why I've been unable to complete a song for years. Sure. And I have like, almost a hundred songs just kind of like sitting in this purgatory state of like, what do I do with it? But like, because I care a little bit less about the podcast, it's just like, well, I'll just throw it out there. You know, it's fun. I don't care if people like it or don't like it. And you know, there's little behold there's, it's building traction because we actually, Mm. you know, we actually did it. We're good. And, and I think we're getting a ton of great feedback. I mean, I, I got, you know, I got a message every, you know, today, uh, from a good friend of ours, um, you know, on the part one of, of the four dice episode. And, um, she said it was very well done and, and, and I appreciated that it was our good friend, uh, Catherine Porter, Dan Porter, four dice's old roommate, uh, his wife now. And, um, so yeah, she said, but I think, I think, I guess what you're saying is, is we get this feedback and we don't even know that people are, are, are some of the, some well, of the yeah. people are listening. And I, I think one of the things too, is like, now I'm starting to care a little bit and yeah. I want to know <laughs> how do I pull some of the success we've had from this into to the other areas that I'm afraid to even try. Sure. Yeah. You know, so, because, you know, yeah. That's funny because, because with, um, when I started writing the blog and like, to me, it, it was, it wasn't really successful. Like I didn't have a great readership. Most of it was friends and family, like any blog, you know, yeah. um, at, at first anyway. And, um, and it was, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't know I had some motives, like I said, for doing it and some good, some bad. And I, but I wasn't even sure why, you know, and, yeah. uh, but I, I cared a lot about it personally, but not about the, the blog itself. You know, I cared about the message behind it more. And, um, and so that's, I think why I was able to do it. Similar to what you're saying to the podcast, right? Like yeah. I had other things I wanted to do that I still have not done. Um, exactly. The but, things that I want to do more. But it gained traction. <laughs> it, it allowed me to actually get some articles published in some different places because of, uh, because of my writing and different things like that. And but but same situation where how how do I I still haven't even learned how to translate that into other areas yeah uh, because the insecurity is deeper in those yeah exactly so, I, so I, I'm not going to be able to help you with the answer to that well, question. that's fine and <laughs> and I don't know if, I don't know if there is a clear cut answer I mean more in my mind more of it is uh how do you how do you learn how um I guess how do you find the courage or or train yourself to have courage to go and put yourself out in these situations where you know the chance of success is probably not in your favor. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, uh, that's, that's a scary. great question. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, it's, it's to me, um, this, hopefully I'll loop this back around to that actual question, but, okay. um, that's fine. but, but what you said, but what you said earlier about, um, you know, where does the insecurity stem from? And, and for me, that's always been fear. Um, mm-hmm. I think specifically it's been fear of people not liking me, fear of people rejecting me. Um, and, 
you know, it comes from a, a host of things in my life and, um, at a young age, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's been the thing that's always not only kept me insecure and kept me from doing things, but also kind of actively keeping me doing things I shouldn't be doing, um, mm. to, to gain, to gain that approval. Right. Because the insecurity kind of was so pervasive that, well, if I ever just let myself be me around people, they would obviously not like me. Mm. They would obviously not believe in me. And so I need to create kind of an alternate reality for myself in any, in any interaction where people will validate at least that person. Cause I can relate to them through that way. If that makes sense. I don't know if that makes no, sense. That, but no, that, yeah, it does. that sounds interesting. It sounds like, I don't mean this in a bad way. It just sounds like, uh, it naturally kind of happens that we put on masks. Yeah. And, uh, I never thought about it that way until you just said that. And I actually really like how you worded that. Well, I think the, the one, you know, I, I saw, and I, I knew that Ben wanted to touch on it, but I, I saw mm-hmm. one post that said, why I won't follow my dreams. Um, you know, and it was, it involved, um, you know, being, having a rap persona and, <laughs> yes, and uh, you know, and, and, um, you know, and you talked about how, um, you know, your job and everything, but you said, my dream was to be a rapper and I'm not going to fall in I've my I've actually persona. seen Jimmy battle rap. Is that, that's what, that's oh, what was, I hear. It was um, not, oh man. <laughs> I've never felt so bad about this something. It, I mean, it's funny. It's funny now. I thought it was funny at the time, but I couldn't say that I thought it was funny because I just destroyed him. Yeah, it was with, so uh, I have to tell the story now. So, um, randomly you guys were like, Hey, let's battle rap each other. And it was Jimmy let's and, throw down. and our, yeah. and our old drummer, Tom Gaskin, Tom, Ga- Tom, the great Tom Gaskin, the great Hello, Tom, Tom, if you're listening, I hope he's yes. listening. He's probably so upset we're telling uh, Sorry, story. Tom. Yeah. I still feel bad. Maybe we can set up another battle rep for a future so podcast. I rescheduled like three times we, in yeah, my we kept res- to, to try to get him to prep for it. Yeah. And Tom, if you're listening. And so finally came, and this all happened at MAP, the gathering it sh- at the it Old sure did, House. Yeah. And a very friendly, loving Bible study. Yeah. And, and Jimmy was like, well, I prepared all this. Can I just, can I just rap, you know? Let's can I rap what down. I prepared? Yeah. I did. I did and throw he down. Th- he threw down. Man, did he throw down! <laughs> it included with insults and everything. And it is a, that's what you do in battle. Yeah, rap, it I is. Think. <laughs> yeah. You're like people standing in a circle, like oh, yeah, a few it, of them. And yeah. it was hilarious. Yeah. It was it was really well written, but it was just kind of sad because Tom just had no comebacks. Yeah. Poor Tom. Oh. Poor Tom. And I filmed it all. Yeah. I still have it. <laughs> so that, I don't think that part made it into the blog post, but that probably also feeds into the. <laughs> <laughs> I think, it, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but there's this rap persona, and um, it almost seemed like that was confidence. You know, like you can you can give yourself another. Yeah. Um, you know, if if I give myself a rap persona, I can get. And and I guess the reason why I say it is um, I'm a fan of professional wrestling, and I think if I yeah. have like a, a gimmick, what it's called, you know, mm-hmm. or another character, um, I can exude confidence in this character, in this professional wrestling character. Oh, I'm gonna beat you, and you're the or whatever yeah. it is, and and I can exude my confidence through this character, and I, it almost seems like the same. Like, well, I have this rap persona, and I can exude confidence through this this rap, you know, through this. I mean, is that is that kind yeah, of no, what definitely. That, now, I I will say like, is that fair kind of? Yeah, yeah. I I don't want to be a rapper anymore, so that right. that dream's that, dead. That, but that <laughs> but yeah, but no, but that that uh, premise is follow through in in other. In, in wanting to be a writer in... You um, won your rap battle. I won my rap battle. And I still... I, I honestly, I write a lot of spoken word poetry oh, that I yeah. speak to myself and nobody else um, <laughs> for for that same kind of reason, right? There's this there's this kind of this other voice that you can take on in performing art. And 
Um, and it's the same thing. It's very, very similar to that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's something that you can, um, you can kind of put on this, this confidence or this other thing that you don't, um, you know, you maybe don't typically think that you possess, um, but you really do have it. If you th- like, it's in yeah. there just to be confident. I'd like confident to think so. In, but you know um, what I'm saying? Like just to be confident in yourself and who you are. Yeah. If that, you know, if you kind of let that rap persona show through and maybe not, not be yourself, but just to be yourself. So, right. Well, right. I, exactly. Yeah. I do. I do want to touch on that because I totally get where you're coming from because I feel very similarly when I'm performing on stage as, as a bassist. Yeah. You know, it's, and, um, I want to talk about get into one of your other posts too, because there's a story that happened at the gym today that directly <laughs> relates to this. Uh, so oh, when I, I'm excited <laughs> to hear this. I can't wait. <laughs> so, um, you know, when I'm, when I'm playing on stage, it's like, I can become somebody else. Yeah. I can become somebody else. You and can do whatever you want and nothing's going to touch you in, in essence. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like nothing is yeah. going, like nothing can touch you while you're on stage and jumping around and right. And craw- then crawling in the drums, Tom's drum set. And <laughs> yeah. It's, it's almost like there's a, a freedom, a freedom there to kind of become something else that I'm too afraid to do in just normal society. Yeah. And y- you know, I guess the point I want to make off of that is like I want people not to be discouraged if they look at me performing on stage and they're like, Oh, I just wish I could do that. I wish I I could be natural feeling too. Right. I wish I could, I wish I could be that free to do that because it's free on stage. But when I come off stage, I'm sometimes too afraid to talk to a girl. Well, yeah, if you were you like know, the, like the Uber driver that's like singing and playing bass while you're driving, people would be like, "What's up with that weirdo?" You yeah, know? like that's that's the stuff everyone struggles with, like every day. You know, like yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and well, to, not everybody. I don't think well, Tom struggles with that. He sings, <laughs> he sings to everybody all the time. <laughs> well, I sing all day long too, but small people don't care. They usually just dance. While yeah, I'm singing to them. <laughs> I wanted to touch on something that you said. You know, like as you're with people, you kind of change your persona a little bit. Well, as a, as a supervisor person, kind of what my role is at work, um, you, you can't talk to everybody the same way. Like this person, you can't be as direct to, you kind of have to go around and, and talk softer. And like with this person, you can be more direct. And with this person, you can be silly Hmm. with to get your point across. So Mm -hmm. you can't like it, it, you honestly like kind of fill that void of what that person is to meet them where they are, which sure. is, mm. which is something really cool that we are able to do to adapt yeah. that way to, yeah. to other people, but also be accepted in that way be, too. Be yeah. empathetic. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe the more, this is just me thinking out loud, but I think the, the more able you are to be empathetic in that way, the bigger danger you have of never actually truly being yourself because you're sure. able to yeah. see from so yeah. many different perspectives. And, and I think that's, that's been one of, one of my struggles in kinding, kind of trying to actively combat my insecurities um, and, and things like that is, um, you know, cause, because I used to do it to a fault, like to an extreme fault, <laughs> like um, was essentially a pathological liar. Um, mm. you know, and that ruined my life. It ruined other people's lives. Um, and now in, in trying to journey out of that, um, it, the tendency is the pendulum now swings the opposite way, you know, where, where now I, I try to be so completely overly honest in myself in a way that, that can also be unhealthy where mm. I am often disclosing too much or being too firm in the way I am with people. Um, and in trying to find that healthy, that healthy middle ground where my insecurities aren't taking over and I'm not 
lying to people or, or changing who I am. But at the same time, I'm learning to meet people where they are um, and give myself the grace to do that, if that makes sense. So, and, yeah. And, I, and yeah. I think at the same time, you know, you said you're openly honest to a fault. Um, I, I don't think that's a bad thing because my, my whole take is I'm going to be, you know, honest and upfront with you. And if you like, you know, I hope you like it and that's awesome. But if you don't like it, that's not my problem. You know what I'm saying? Like that's whatever that other person has. Like I'm going to, yeah, not like on it, but like honest in the sense that like, Hey, this is, you know, like, I don't know, I'm not a direct person, but like, you know, Hey, this is who I am and this is, and, and I hope you like it. But if you don't like, this is me. Yeah. Um, but, but I guess I, like, there's like a question, like, I guess like, why do we have to transform into, you know, like you have a rap persona and professional wrestling and, and base, like, why, why can't we take down those walls naturally? You know, like, why can't we, why do we have to transform? You know, is it something that gives us confidence? Is it something, you know, like, I don't know, is, is like, why do we have to transform into different characters? Mm, yeah. Um, to to give us confidence thought. and why can't we just do it normally and, and i'm sure. speaking as a collective yeah. and, and there's other and there's other avenues in, aside from pro wrestling and and playing bass and and you know rap, you know rap persona like why can't we just do it normally all of us you know um i don't know maybe great question dan yeah. <laughs> and, and and i think that's something too like um like wh- you know, why do we have to have a yeah, yeah. That, that's something I've learned like 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 we touched on these I wrote these a while ago right and that's something I've learned um I I thought for a while I thought I wanted to be a rapper and and you know I think that was part of it there was this other thing I could be that would gain some attention right so it was still this insecure and like even in writing about it as a dream I'll never pursue there was also insecurity wrapped up in what it was in the first place and and I realized in the way that I write now and and I do you know write um spoken word poems and things like that um it's I, I write them about real, like not, not as a sort of performance anymore. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's what's inside of me and I'm, and I'm letting it out. And, um, Do you now, think now the ha- battle is not, uh, so much like this creating this alternate persona. The battle is like, now I need to overcome the insecurity and just do it. Yeah. How, how do we, and that's, that's a hard question. Cause, cause I think everybody has insecurity. I don't care who you are. I mean, oh, you yeah. can, well, you even can for have, me, yeah. like when, you know, I was growing up and learning drums and bass, like a lot of the motivation to like stick around and play those extra four hours and get really good was that I was a loser. <laughs> and, you know, I wasn't like, yeah, you know, I, I wasn't who I wanted to be and I wasn't as liked as I wanted to be. And I just kept thinking like, I'm going to show people. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll see that like I really am valuable. And so that's fun. <laughs> I don't want to say that's fine, but that's more okay when you're 15, but when you're 32, it's not really, uh, you can't physically keep that or physiologically keep that up. It's not enough to motivate you to continually face like difficulties in life. You have to have more than that to, to drive you through. So we're touching on something really good here. I think. Yeah. Some good stuff in there. Yeah. 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 No, <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to stop talking about it right but, now. Uh, yeah. That was it. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that's true. And, and I think, um, you know, my life has been a little bit of an example of, <laughs> of maybe what can happen if it does go on too long. Um, mm. you know, and because it, it starts with the kind of this, I need to show people, um, but you let it go and, and it, you know, insecurity became really pervasive in my life and it still is in some, in some ways. Right. So it, it goes from those big things and nobody likes me, um, to overanalyzing, every choice you make, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, 
like, <laughs> I, I think I, I, I'm trying to remember some of these posts, but I, I'm pretty sure I have a post in there about how I am v- very careful about how I go to the bathroom in public because I, I don't I want, read that, yeah. I don't want people to hear me peeing in a public restroom. Right. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and I think a lot of people probably do that, but it's still like these little decisions. I mean, I've done that, but I've never thought about it. Yeah, I, I think about it, you know, <laughs> I, I turn down the music in my car at certain places cause I don't want people to know what music I'm listening to. Like, cause I listen to Taylor Swift and Demi, Demi Lovato on a regular basis. Right. <laughs> ben gave me a hard time one time for listening to Taylor Swift, but I know well, I'm, I'm with you. That's right. That's I told right. You, yeah. Music's objective. You right. you. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm hey, with you. Yeah. what did I give you a hard time? about that when we were driving uh, home from ohio in the sh- in the shinedown show oh the- we were talking about our our, our biggest our guilty, guilty pleasure, pleasure. Sure. Sure. Music and i listening. said taylor yeah. swift was one it was uh, that was a good guilty pleasure i never would have guessed that from you yeah yeah no i just there's something about you know i think it was the 87 out 1987 or 89 89 yeah yeah i got you i must not but no it's just something <laughs> about you <yeah. laughs> Yes, yeah, some fan you are. <laughs> but no, I, yeah, I, I I've overcome that insecurity. But but um, but no, but you know, there's there's these little things that like you you let it creep into your life and it'll it'll take over everything. And you know, every conversation everyone ever has at work is probably about how I'm a terrible employee and I need to get fired. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. every little thought. Uh, I've seen really, that with coworkers. When really yeah, people sure. might not have that thought, you know? Yeah, I'm, and, I'm assuming that that's not actually happening, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in my head it is, you and know? I, and I think, um, you know, you had one that said, why I hate text messages. Um, and I thought that was great because I think that that, um, that goes on a lot, you know, in terms of text messages and email, you, you know, you kind of referenced in there, um, you know, how is your day? Good. One word answer. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, Hey, this article's incredible. Thanks. Like one right. word answer. Those one and word then, answers. Yeah. Kill me. Yeah. Hey, we should hang out off more often. <laughs> cool. You know, like, <laughs> cool. so, yeah, right. Yeah. And, and, and then you, you why do you hate me? <laughs> yeah. You right. go down that you like rabbit me, trail. Obviously use more words and exclamation points. Yeah. You yeah. go down that rabbit trail. How many emojis can you use? You know? Sure. <laughs> and of like, well, that was a one word answer. Why? And, and I yeah. understand like how that can be, but, um, Again, I, I think it just kind of, I don't know, you think about that and you, and you always want people to have a good opinion, but I think at the same, you know, of, of you and everything, you know, but I think at the same time, I try, whenever I do it, I try not to let it bother me. Um, and whenever I do find times that, that it is kind of, you know, something is, I, I just kind of stop myself in my tracks and kind of try and self-evaluate, you know, and because um, it's easy to do that and it's sure. easy to, um, you know, maybe you send an email and, and it, it's not gotten back to you for a while. And then you think, oh, well, they haven't looked and they don't care. But sometimes they just, uh, <laughs> uh, sometimes, if anyone didn't see, uh, Jimmy pointed at me. Was, <laughs> All right. They can't see me. <laughs> but no, like, um, yeah. And you think that, but you know, in reality, that person, it's not that that person doesn't care about your email. It's just that they have a lot going on right. at the time. Um, can I, and, can I add sure, that's, sure. that's why I didn't listen to the blog. It wasn't that I don't care. <laughs> I really do. I just I need to start reading blogs. I don't naturally sure. And do and it. and I and I think that there's a lot of validity to what you're saying. I I will kind of push back a little bit though. Sure. Um, and say Come that at me, bro. No, that, that, that I know <laughs> that I know that that in my head that that's the case, right? And I know that like in theory, that's that's what most people do. Like, okay, I have to not think about this for one reason or another. That's that's hasn't been an option. My brain won't yeah. do that. You know what I mean? And so yeah. so that's why. And and I have a post about this too. Um, counseling has like saved my life on multiple Mm. occasions because I had to actively learn how to be able to do that, you know? And it's still a daily struggle where I have to be able to say like, you know, I spent years learning how to stop myself in my tracks just so I don't overthink a text message, 
You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah definitely. So, yeah. so I would say yes, yeah. but sometimes it takes a lot of work to get to that. Is point. that is mm-hmm. that a process to get to that point? You know what I'm saying? Like, is that like if you if you're about going to the bathroom and about text yeah. messaging? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And and there were so many other examples in the blog. Um, how do you get to that point where I don't want to say you're past it because we're never past our insecurities, sure. but how do you get to the point where you're coping with it healthier than you know like how how do you get to that point um you know uh counseling would help for sure yeah, yeah professional but, counseling yeah, is huge um, but what else can you do to to get to that point where you're not as insecure and you aren't bothered about text messages and you aren't bothered about listening to music and you know listening to taylor swift and ben's neighborhood <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I'm just I, think one, I think there's one answer just just do it like honestly well, i i would say i would say that's part of one answer there is part, you know, yeah, I, that I think is definitely part for of it. me for me i can't speak for everyone for me it's been um there's been two two kind of key things one has been um people like yes. you have to surround yourself with people who um and and you might not always believe they always care about you, right? Mm. Like we're talking about, you convince yeah. yourself they don't, but you have to surround yourself with people who deeply care about you and are willing to put, you know, bear some of what you're going through on themselves to be able to offer themselves emotionally to say, um, yeah, I'm willing to remind you over and over again that I care about you while yeah. you go through the show. And, and that you're worth it. Yeah. And well, that I, you're worth and that yeah. you have value and that, yeah, yeah exactly. We're, we're an interesting species in that we're kind of built to need that. Yeah. Because, um, especially for me and the type of like for introverts, I think we really struggle with this a lot. We're in our minds so much. You need other people to help break the cycle of introspection and negative negativity sometimes that you can just play on repeat over and over. So if you're never around anybody else, it just keeps spiraling down and down and down. Yeah. Like it's just amazing how just getting into a room with other people helps. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that's one thing. Yeah. Oh, and then the other. No, yeah. So I think the other thing, and this is this is again part of the things I've learned through counseling and other things is, um, with the once you have those people in your life, which it could be a whole <laughs> a podcast series about how to how to find those people sometimes. But win friends and influence um, people. Yes, but um, <laughs> great book. But the other thing is is honesty, and and for me that was kind of um, like I said, it's it's kind of been a practice in learning, you know, how how to. Um, and when to be on, like when to disclose the struggles you have and when to confess things to people and things like that. Um, but that's been huge. So having the people who, when you do that, when you do, you know, come to them and say, Hey, I'm really struggling with this. I'm really insecure about this, or I've messed up with this and I made this huge mistake in my life or something like that. Um, that they're there to kind of love you and walk through and validate you in spite of those mistakes or in spite of those insecurities. Um, so I think having, because I think when you speak those insecurities and when you speak those mistakes out to people that love you and care for you, um, regardless, it, they They're lose their power. Love you. Yeah. And those, yeah. and those things lose their power over you. Oh, that's a really great point um, about that. Yeah. And, and I think that, and, and I'll probably get into this with some of the other stuff we're going to talk about, but that's been what's saved my life over and over again is having those people I do who allow say, me to be honest. I think that is, I think that is the biggest key to that because Lee, like you said, a big, like half of the equation is just going out there and doing things. But sometimes uh, if it's such a big insecurity and it just keeps failing you over and over and over again, yeah. it actually is more detrimental because it's encouraging you not to do that uh, yeah, anymore. Sure. Yeah, I can see that. Like, I'm not saying it's comfortable going to no, do no, something. No. So but that's, I can that's, see what Jamie means. No, for, that's for me, that, was, that yes. was the preface I needed to be able to now go and do things. Yeah. So that's the point of my life. I've built the people. I've right, built you the have, practice of honesty. So well, that, I'm still yeah. working on that. That'll be a lifelong thing, I think, for me. But um, 
But now I'm at the place where, okay, at some point I just have to do stuff. Yeah. And so now you have that support group where when you keep hitting that wall, you can go and say to your friends, I hit this wall again. Yeah. And they just help break that power, like you Mm. said. So I think that is the the two part, the two variables in that equation that that make that work. Dan, want to say something? Oh, yeah. um, I just think, you know, I I didn't know if my wife wanted to say something. We're sharing a microphone. Did you? Go ahead. I will. Go ahead, you go first. Why? Well, so uh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, we're no. I think um, you know, and and this kind of goes along with what you were saying. Um, you know, you said that in in one of your other actually two separate posts. Um, you know, when you made a mistake, you did everything in your power to hide it, and and then I guess you speaking about lying and things like that. And I guess anyone else who might be battling those things, um, you know, does lying prolong your problems and, and prolong, you know, does it kind of, does that kind of shove everything down? Um, you know, cause you talked about hiding things mm-hmm. and lying, like, like, does it, does it, does it just kind of leave things at fe- like, I, can you kind of yeah, speak on definitely. that? Um, yeah, I would say, I mean, I, I think that the answer that we all probably know is yes, you know, like lying obviously makes it worse, but yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I won't go into just for the sake of time. I won't go too much into my story, but um, suffice it to say, you know, I, I've made some really big mistakes and um, that have affected multiple people, right? And then in an effort to kind of um, when those mistakes start to kind of come to light, or you realize you're making mistakes and you try to get out of it, um, if you keep lying, which I did, it, uh, you know, it it kind of works for a little bit um, because no one, no one knows what's going on. Right. But eventually the truth comes out. It always does. And, and now you've, you've taken a problem that was bad and you've impacted, you've made the the impact so much worse. And, um, and most of the time you're roping more people into it. Right. So, so I can look back and see how many, Mm -hmm. you know, how many people did I hurt? And, and, and the struggle now for me is like, those people are out of my life and, and, you know, I, I can't always go back and rectify. Right. And, and had I not lied, um, and admitted some of my mistakes, mistakes earlier, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had to deal with that. Um, so I think it, it's prolonged the, the consequences of those actions and those mistakes. It's prolonged the healing process for me and for other people. Um, and, and that's the, that's for me, the hardest part is to deal with is the way it's impacted other people and lying will yeah. always rope other people into it. And that's, and, and yeah, so it's been exponentially, you know, I think, I think lying about mistakes and lying about our insecurities even, makes them exponentially more difficult to deal with. So even if you want to, especially the part where you say lying about your insecurities, mm-hmm. um, is it, a, is it a process where you, you know, and, and I do it too, maybe, um, you know, find the friends where that you can tell this problem to, but you can't tell that problem to not, not, yeah, like, no, definitely. Hey, yeah. I can, I can talk to this person about this insecurity or that, per, you know, be a sounding board or be, or beat someone's ear or, or mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, they know I'm going through this and I'm feeling down or low right now. And I need help. I mean, is, is, is that, is that just finding friends that, that kind of tell you, cause I don't think people realize how much, I don't think some people realize how much they're, you know, they're loved and valued by the friends and family. Um, and I just, I mean, is that, is that kind of, yeah, you know, that's, yeah. I think that's huge. You know, you have to find the people, um, that you can, you can open up to about some of those things because it's not everybody, right? There yeah. are people who either won't understand. There are people who yes. will judge. Um, and which you have a great post about that too. Do I? You do. Remind you. you talked, <laughs> I'm, sorry, I have to, I'm sorry, I have to remind you. Um, it was when you were talking about you were nine and, you were in the church nursery oh, and yes. they had the speakers on and you just kind of, you, 
you overheard how somebody confessed to uh, a yes. sin, I'm yep. air quotes, mm-hmm. and um, regardless of what you think about it, uh, you saw how everybody yeah. judged them, yeah. and you never heard anything positive being said about this individual, yeah. and the courage it took to come forward with that. Sure. So... Yeah. You will run into those people. Yeah. And that'll, as a nine-year-old watching that happen, will really impact your uh, ability to speak up about your own problems. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, I, and I thought, you know, that, and, and that post really drew me, drew me to it. I mean, I thought it was awesome. It was just a really good one, especially the part where, um, you know, I think, I think people are going to judge me anyway, you yeah. know. Um, I hope they don't, you know. Like, I hope that, I hope that you know, I try and like them and I try, but if they do, I don't know, I guess if they do, then I'm just being me. And, you know, I mean, I don't want to, but like, I don't know. I try and be me. I try and be open and upfront and honest. And I know that, um, there's probably, I, I hope that everyone likes me, but I'm sure there's people out there that probably don't, you know, and people probably, um, so I, that's the way I kind of, I kind of take it. And I, and I think that's what you're saying, like in terms of judging, um, in what you said and somebody coming forward and admitting a, a pretty big, um, you know, pretty big admission in yeah. that, in that post. I mean, I'm not going to go through it with it either, but, um, they did that and their thought was, and, and like you said, people judging them and people judging them based on that. Yeah. Um, my thought is, Hey, I came out with this. I said this, and if you like it, then that's great. But if you don't, then like, that's not like I'm being vulnerable and I'm, I mean, sure. I don't know, does that, yeah. like, I'm going to come out and say this, um, and I hope that you're on my side, but if you're not, then I'm still saying this yeah. and that's still my problem and I'm still battling through right. this. Yeah. It's, it's much harder to have grace for yourself when people around you aren't having grace for you. Mm. Um, and so that's why I think it's so crucial to surround yourself with people who, who are, you know, honest with you and, you know, real with you if, if you, you know, you need to make some changes or do some things, but ultimately also have grace for you in your insecurities and in your issues and, um, help you have grace for yourself as well. You have to, I, I keep, it's, this is so hard because I keep, I keep leaning away from the microphone for my wife because I knew she was, she had something to say. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll share that. So, yes, please. Yeah. So I feel like you are the dude of me, like all the insecurities, because even coming here today, I was Women like, tell me that a lot. I like messaged, <laughs> I, I messaged him, I was I like, what door do I use? Where do I go? Yeah, and yeah, how do I exactly. get there? And, and what if I walk in the wrong door and which I kind of think I did because Josh was the only one downstairs <laughs> and he was like, uh, they're upstairs. So then of course, like now as I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, I should, I should have went in the other door. I should have knocked because yeah. I didn't knock. I just came in. Cause he Even though we told you to come, come in. in. Yeah. How so, could you just come in? Like, no, <laughs> but I did, I did. Cause they have one of those little brushy things for your shoes. I did clean my shoes off. Cause I was like, I'm not going to screw oh, that man, I didn't do that. But yeah. So like I had, like, as I'm sitting here and you guys are talking, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. I'm in the wrong door. And it was just, it was awkward and I felt awkward and it was awful. And like, but like this guy, he's like, yeah, it's not a big deal. So that's why God put this guy in my life because I would be a mess. I yeah. would be an absolute yeah. mess. Cause he has talked me off the ledge all the time. Yeah. Like even case in point, the day that you and I met, Ben and I met. You oh know, my god! He, yeah. He oh, when I heard about that. You guys talked about poop. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what brought you through it. Just like me, and that's what brought me through it. It's crazy. So. Poop connects us all. Who does that? Everybody poops. <laughs> me. I work with small children. You guys no, are weird. <laughs> yes. Who poops? Just me, and it's all. I read in a book once that everyone poops. 
Yeah. It's a great book. I heard that great from animation. Amanda. Yeah. yeah, and then that's why you have to go in a stall and be real quiet. I got, see, you see, get that, it. I understood. Yeah, you get I was it. like, how am I, am I peeing too loud? Yep. You know? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one. It is a struggle. <laughs> but like you talk about it and you laugh about it yeah. and you're honest with other people about it. And you're like, okay, a lot of other people have these insecurities and it, they don't go away, but it makes it yeah. at least manageable sometimes yeah. to, you know. It's kind of a, um, the way I feel about it is like a, a, a melancholy attitude towards life when you find out these things and you're just like, oh, wow, the, the world is not as sparkly and perfect as you thought as a child. Yeah. It's and, not champagne. And that's can't. okay. Like we're all, <laughs> yeah. And, and that's okay. So, um, I kind of want to hear your gym story. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, I, can't, you can't leave us without. Yeah, you can't we kind of we kind of segued away from that, but I'll bring it back up because it was, it was so <laughs> epic. And I asked Lee's permission if this was okay to share. <laughs> Lee, Lee, you look like you're feeling a little insecure. It's Whatever you're comfortable it's with, man. It's not so really close to me. No, there's a big. Oh. It's gonna sound bad at first, but there's a really big take yeah. home from this, and and something I learned from it. Uh, so I went to the gym today. I was really motivated. I, I got yeah. up early. I, I drove Uber at like five in the morning. Wow. I'm never There's up customers? that early. That's a, you're up with me. Yeah. I know. I'm, like, I'm, I'm talking like this is really impressive. And like all the listeners <laughs> are like, bro, I get up this early. Yeah, bro. I get, I'm an adult. I get up at four every day. Yeah. yeah. Three kids, man. I wake up 10 times before 5 a.m. Knowing that you sleep till noon, dude, I'm impressed. So I go to the gym on my way home from you know, driving Lyft and I'm watching Good Mythical Morning on my iPhone while I'm running on the treadmill. And I glance over, this woman catches my eye and it's Lee Scop's mom. Because she, okay. 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 she goes to the same gym as me. And she is dancing <laughs> like nobody I've ever seen oh, dance before that. on um, the uh, elliptical machine. Yes. And I've I done am, that on the treadmill before. Lee, what do you think she was um, listening to? Take some good coordination. <laughs> Taylor I've given her all of her. <laughs> I've given her her music. So, oh, that's I mean, cool. there's a lot. So, um, well, I, I just wanted to say about that. I, I kind of was like afraid to keep looking, but I like had to. <laughs> sure. Because it was yeah, it was amazing how into it she was. I mean, and it I sounds was, like she didn't care. She didn't care at well, all. Yeah. And and I was thinking to myself like, I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed for her because. Yeah. I was thinking, I'm watching her. I don't want her to see that I saw her. And then I thought, wait, there's like five or six other people that are closer to her sure. than I am. And she's obviously not embarrassed to be doing <laughs> this. Like, she's going all out, just singing. I love it. I mean, and her dance I'm moves. envious. I wish I could be like that. And then I thought to myself, I felt embarrassed, but she's the one that's more free than me yeah. to be able to do this. So it's good, man. That's yeah, because my, my thought I, I is, do like, post about that. I was, yeah. yeah, I was without a car from like the beginning of last December. Well, I guess, yeah, December to like for four months. And um, so my mom, <laughs> my mom drove me everywhere. She literally drove me to school to finish it, to finish school for a whole semester. And it was tough. And I love wow. my mom. But we'd go to the gym together because of that. And I was embarrassed to be next to her. And like I was getting mad and this and that. And I was like, no, no, stop it. Don't do that. And, uh, and then there came a point that the worst thing, and I don't mean this like this is horrible, but to me in that mindset at that time, the worst thing was, um, she's singing, she's singing out loud. Oh my God, <laughs> my mom is not just dancing like this. And everyone at the gym is seeing that 
I'm related somehow to this woman, <laughs> but, but she's singing, and that was the, the one time I lost, and I was like, no, don't sing, don't sing, and I don't like to control people, I don't like to say that, and not like I can control anyone, but um, I felt bad after, and I thought about it, as I'm still running, embarrassed, and I was yeah. like, you know what, she's doing something that I wish I could do, I wish I could. Yeah, I had that same thought. Today. Yeah, I yeah. wish I could do that, and also, she's my mom, I love her, I care about her, and I feel that embarrassing feeling for her, not just me embarrassed, but... Yeah. But then I started being like, well, that's not right, though. It's not right to tell her not to do that. So, obviously, I talked to her after. I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, this yeah. really does embarrass me. That's nothing with me. That's not you. Yeah. But also, I admire that freedom, but please don't sing. <laughs> that's yeah. the only yeah. thing you can I mean, that's, do. That's, that's a huge thing that I, didn't, that I think I'm just learning about in security is the way you project it onto other people is yes. really detrimental to relationships. Um, hmm. You know, it's something I, I still... Um, you know, think about and, and talk to my, my now ex-wife about is apologizing for the ways my insecurities have, you know, affected my relationship, you know, with her and, and, and things like that. And it's something that, um, you get embarrassed for other people or you don't understand the way they think and your insecurities yes. don't allow you to be that way. And, uh, you can very, very easily kind of get mad at people yeah. out of that embarrassment or, or lack of understanding. Yeah. Yeah. It, I'm going to throw out a mind-bending quote I heard from Chris Valatin, but it's really interesting. He, um, he said, you become what you think people think that you are. Wow. One more time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you will become what you think people think you are. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's mind-bending, but it shows what the power of perception is that we all yeah. have for ourselves. Second degree perception, how I perceive yeah. you perceiving me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think to kind of go along with that, you know, with, with the story, the great story from the gym. <laughs> um, but I think even Lee's point, whenever you were talking about your mom and how embarrassed you were, you know, whenever, yeah. um, and, and I think that's funny, like here you are, you're like, Oh, that's my mom. Like, what are you doing? Stop that. You know, they're, they're going to know, but like, there's another guy who's benching and another guy who's working on declines who might not even know about it. Um, and might not even know that, that, you know, or you could just move to another t machine that's far away from your mom. But, uh, but no, I think like, that's the thing that like, um, and we talked about that with the text messaging and, and, and things of that nature where, um, you know, people might be so wrapped up in their own workout and they're so wrapped up that, that, yeah, there's a girl who, uh, you know, a, a woman who's dancing on the treadmill, but Hey, she's dancing to the treadmill. She's having a good time, you know, like not, Oh, that's her son there. Wow. Like I'd hate to be that guy. You know, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Someone actually came up and told me that that day. Yeah. That's, that's a lie. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Thanks. Well, <laughs> well, man, uh, this has been a great show. We've got to wrap up. It's Thank crazy you, how fast these episodes yeah. go. You think like, how, how are we going to fill an hour? And then it just goes by like ridiculously fast. Does, yeah. uh, but I know Dan wants to make a shout out, but the last thing I, um, I want to talk about is you, <laughs> you had a blog post that was why I'll never write a book. I did. And now you're writing a children's book. So I explain am. yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, there we go. <laughs> uh, full disclosure, I wasn't talking about children's book in that post, but I guess I should have had my mind open to more possibilities. Um, yeah. So there could I, be a second one too. Yeah, another that's one. true. I, um, I've been writing children's poems, um, kind of Shel Silverstein-esque style poems, if that name means anything to anybody. Um, 
since I was in high school, actually. And I've kind of oh, written cool. them in spurts over time and, and have a kind of a, a small collection of them. Um, and yeah, and, and, I've, and I've tried to get some of them published. I've tried to do different things with them and it hasn't worked out. So I kind of uh, tucked them away and haven't looked at them in a little while. Um, but, you know, one thing I that I hit on, um, was the importance of friends who support you. Um, one of my, one of my really good friends, uh, her name is Allie Kirby. She is a phenomenal artist. Um, oh, is she? Yeah, I she do know is. Allie. I didn't yeah, know you, nice. Yes, that's right. You know, Allie. Uh, yeah, she's a phenomenal artist and illustrator. And she, she approached me one day to, um, ask if I ever had any interest in writing a children's book or anything. And I said, you know what? I actually written a bunch of poems. Let's, let's talk about this. And so, um, you know, we, we chatted and, um, you know, she drew some things up from the poems I had. We're kind of working on uh, finalizing a few more poems right now. But yeah, in the next couple months, we will be self-publishing um, a awesome. book Ooh. of children's poems uh, with fantastic illustrations. It, and, uh, you know, it was it was really cool because, um, you know, I as I gained friends in my life and people around me that really helped me through a lot of my struggles and a lot of my insecurities, um, you know, I, I don't think we... I told you I'd bring it full circle, right? Before we started talking about <laughs> yeah. how do how do we get to that point where we get past those insecurities and actually try the things we want to do, and and I think it's I think it's having the right people in your life is not the only ingredient, but it's certainly a crucial one. Mm-hmm. Um, without you know the Sturms, you know Josh Sturm encouraging me every time I come here, I'm like oh, I have to like do something proactive before I come because I know he's going to ask me have I worked on <laughs> have I worked on the things I want to do? Yeah. Um, and, and that keeps me motivated, right? And having people yeah. like Allie who say, no, yes. I want to do this. Let's do it. And will send me her drawings and will yes. ask me if I finished that poem yet um, has been huge. And, and so I'm really excited about it. It's kind of the first creative thing I've really um, putting out into the world. I've, oh, awesome. Yeah. I mean, I like I was in a band in high school, but that doesn't count. <laughs> but, um, but like, you know, I've, I've had a lot you of different things I've wanted too, to do. Yeah. I guess, yeah. I have had a lot of different things I wanted to do. Um, and to, so to see that one is finally starting to come to fruition is, is really exciting. So um, I'll let you guys know when, when that's all out. Do, and you do, guys you have any, do you have a link or anything or anything that may, or I guess maybe at the time we could share it, but do you have anything that you know of that maybe um, we can point people to, to, to purchase or look at or, or that sort of thing? When it's ready, I will certainly give it to you. Not yet. There we go. Yeah, it's uh, getting there. Stay tuned, listeners. Well, yeah. Well, maybe we'll have you back on. And you could talk hey, about I'm it. Hey, I'm not opposed to that. I thoroughly enjoyed this. Promote, yeah. promote the book. And yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Is that the shout out you wanted, Dan? Or did, did no, just, no. Okay, I, okay. Yeah. No, I have, I have a couple things. <laughs> yeah, go um, ahead. You know, I, my great friend, Matt Fordyce, who I've known uh, almost 20 years, which is absurd to even think that way. It must mean that we're old. But uh, <laughs> um, I've gotten so much great feedback. Um, and I, a couple of different shout outs, but I want to thank everyone. Um, and I think I, the porters, uh, who were great supports and his former roommate, Greg, uh, they all reached out. Nate and Andre are great yeah, friends. Greg, you know who you are. <laughs> Greg, our, <laughs> our buddy, Greg, uh, our buddy half, a lot of other different people, um, have reached out and, um, we really kind of got some overwhelming support, um, you know, based on, on, um, you know, just again, the people that surround, uh, four days at that time. Yeah. And, and, um, it smashed all the records on Facebook that we had in terms of views and, and things of that nature and posts and clicks. And, and, uh, so I appreciate everybody's feedback, everybody listening, um, everybody who, 
commented on that, everyone who was a part of it. Um, you know, I hope you're enjoying everything else. I hope you enjoyed those two episodes. Um, and I hope you're enjoying everything else. I, I wanted to thank everyone. Uh, thank everyone for, for everything they're doing on Facebook, uh, all the interactions. Um, all, even if they're not doing anything on Facebook, I'm getting a lot of private messages and, yeah. and even things like outside of it saying, Hey man, that's, that's a good, you know, just different things. Um, and I appreciate that too. Just, just all of that. Um, Ben and I talk all the time and, and you don't know who's listening whenever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, you know, um, you know, I wanted to thank the Sterns for use today. Um, you know, that was, um, I know you guys have a lot going on and, and a lot that are happening. Um, but thank, you know, I want yeah, to thank, thank them today and, 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 yes. a, and a quick, yeah. And a, and a quick shout out. Um, this isn't, this is today. Uh, it's not going to be whenever the episode airs, but it's my mom's birthday today. Happy birthday. Uh, so, happy, birthday. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. She's, she's 29. Yeah, she's 29. So. How is that oh, wow. possible? <laughs> okay. I'm, okay. Well, well, I, I guess, sorry, I'm going to change your age, mom. I'm 34 right now. So she's just turning 35. Uh, wow. So, so yeah. she was born. Pregnant. Yeah. That's how, Science, that's how it works. Science is yeah. incredible. Uh, so, <laughs> Sounds good. So, so a couple things. Uh, happy birthday to mom. Uh, I know she listens and she loves it because that's what moms do. And they say, yeah, oh, moms that, are the best. Yeah, there you go. She's oh, been telling me to publish so my children's poems for years. So there you go. See, it's yeah. Uh, moms are the know. best cheerleaders. Yeah. They are. So, and, and one more thing before, uh, congratulations to Ben Hall. Nail the mix number two. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, congratulations. Woo, got got I guess, oh, that's I, all I wanted I yeah, to be a part so of your legendary yeah, drum yeah, rolls. You can, you I'll can, accept your drum roll this time. Think, and only this time. You, you can explain more about it, but um, you know, I'll, I'll kind of lead you into it. Nail the mix, you were number two, and and you know, you can take it away from there. Thanks. Yeah, I don't want to talk about myself too much, but um, Dude, come on, I will, you deserve it for this. Be secure. Well, thanks, man. I'll be secure. Um yeah, so I do this. I've plugged this um, online community before, uh, but it's a community for mixing engineers, for people that want to get better. And basically every month they have a different, a different song from a different band on. And then most of the time they'll have the producer and engineer that recorded that song at the end of the month. He'll go through what he did. So it's a great... It's the best educational forum for mixing I've ever come across. And you crushed it. And, okay, and I crushed it. <laughs> uh, so this month we did uh, a song off the new Contortionist record, Return to Earth, which yeah. is... It's a great I, album. Which Go is, listen to it. Yes, it's an amazing album. Um, and what they do is they give us all the stems. They're already recorded, so we just have to put it in and do our best to mix it. And then there's a mixing competition. And I found out on Friday that I made the top 20 which I had, I had been in the top 20 before. I had been there the first month uh, that I ever joined. And then I haven't been back there for another six or seven months. So I went on a, a drive spell. Let's forget about those six yeah. or seven months. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's, uh, I'm just really thankful because it's all voted on by the community, like the winners. So uh, the guy that won, Mattis, uh, he's from Latvia. So congrats to him, man. He had a great mix too and congrats he deserved to, to win. Uh, if he's listening, <laughs> and, I hear he's uh, a big fan. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but I got I got voted number two, and yeah, dude, that it, it's just it's just great to have those little those little rewarding moments because, like I said, I went on a six month dry spell where I I didn't make even the top fifty, so you know I just had to keep plugging away, and this goes back to what Dan is always saying, you know, if you just work hard and keep plugging, good things keep will happen, man. 
So, you know, I'll celebrate for these two days, but then next month it's August Burns Red, Back so I got to crush it again. Ooh, oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. a good one. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm really pumped for that. So, all the drummers in the if room. If there's anybody excited. listening that's interested in becoming uh, a mixing engineer, recording engineer, or just wants to know how to do that stuff better, please sign up to the Nail the Mix community. It's very affordable. It's only $15 a month. And for what they give you, it's it's priceless. So, yeah, just want to plug that. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah congrats for sponsorship. Again to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For real. <laughs> start a partnership with Nail the Mix. No, it'd be was, amazing. Yeah. Well, thanks, no, Dan. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, congrats. And it. thank you, Jimmy, for yeah, coming on. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you, Loved Jimmy. It. Yeah. It's been incredible. Um, once again, listeners, at, Dan said this before, so thank you for all the interaction on Facebook, but we really want to make the Facebook group a community where we're talking about and maybe helping each other with any of these things that we're going through. We don't want this just to be us talking and giving you guys advice. Please and, post and, and talking about insecurities and things like that. Like, please post. Tell us your worst fears. Tell us so we can, we can tell everyone, everyone about comment you. your biggest insecurity. Your <laughs> but that's, yeah, don't please. Do that. Yeah, I mean, I mean no. you know, we're here to help and, and we want this to be a safe corner. The internet to, uh, can be a very low place and we want it to be a safe corner where yeah. um you know if you have anything we we'd like to you know we, we'd like to be the sounding yeah. board no but we want to we want to help you know and, and, and like you heard cool from this that. episode too like there were some great take-home points and solutions but i think a lot of it was up in the air and hey we're still dealing with a lot oh, of this yeah. and figuring out so everyone here it's not a matter of us trying to tell. I don't want this to ever turn into this is us giving you advice on what to do, but this is just the starting point for the community we're trying to build and help each other to live life better. And, and I think not just that, but I mean, maybe ways that I don't want to say like we figured it out, but ways that we've been better managing it and maybe ways that, that we can. I mean, I totally agree. Um, but there's different insecurities and different things and different flaws that I'm working through too, and that everybody's working through. So, um, you know, I, I think that, yeah, I mean, any, any way, any way yeah. that we can help each other. I mean, that's how we, you know, when I'm low, people pick me up and when, you know, I mean, that's just how, that's just how it works. When people are low, you pick each other up and you help each other. And, and, you know, just what Jimmy was saying throughout the whole episode, you have that support and those friends around you that care about you that, you know, it doesn't matter what your problem is. They're going to support you regardless and get you through it. Yeah. Well said, Dan. I can't think of a better way to end it. So we'll just <laughs> end it right there. Uh, love you guys. Go crush it this week. And we hope we've encouraged you to live your dreams out loud.